Hello, I'm Samra, and welcome to the How She Ate an Elephant podcast, an audio diary of accountability. Every week, I break down my career, personal development, and life goals into bite-sized pieces and my game plan for achieving them. By broadcasting them to the world, I'm holding myself accountable to my future self, affectionately known as that girl. In exchange for your attention, I share what worked, what didn't, book recommendations, and interviews. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. It took us a while, but we are here. Episode one, season three, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, And I know you noticed, but I'm just going to tell you right now, I sound amazing. And if you want to know why, it's because I'm at university. I started my first semester at MIT. And one thing I love about school is that, yes, you're broke, but you have so many resources at your disposal that are free. Um, It took me the entire semester to find this audio lab, but we're not going to dwell on that. We are just going to listen to the sound of my voice and how crispy it is, okay? Um, I'm really happy to be back here because when I stopped the podcast last April, it was for a multitude of reasons, like, but mostly because I was getting overwhelmed. I had started doing my own independent consulting for a client in Ethiopia. I was doing something I'd never done before in a country I'd never worked before, and I had no team. It was a lot, but I ended up getting it together and finishing, but getting out of the rhythm of doing the podcast made me really hesitant to start again like almost nervous even though when I record this I'm literally by myself I don't know it was like I had never done it before and it was like starting the podcast all over again putting myself out there all over again you know the negativity kind of seeped in and I was like why do I even do this who's even listening who's even getting anything out of it all of that and I just started pushing it off and then I started having so many different ideas for a podcast episode but I couldn't really understand what the theme was and I wanted to change the format and all of this and I credit my life coach who if you remember in season one I had hired a life coach to help me through my quarter life crisis. We spoke at the beginning of the semester and I explained to her why I wasn't doing the podcast anymore. And she was just like, do you really think that you're at the level where people notice when you don't put things out and that it's actually going to like ruin your career or have some sort of ramification on you? And the answer obviously was no. (laughs) I wanted to get there. And that's actually one of my resolutions for this podcast, which I'll get into later. But it took me a long time to get back here for whatever reason, for my own self-doubt, which you know, it's a constant thing. And I think it's a constant thing for all of us. If you read that um, BuzzFeed article on the millennial millennial burnout, that spoke to me. And the difficulty with, with which it takes, like the difficulty of just doing small tasks and 
just like always being on and always working and always being down on yourself and blah 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 like can just like pile on and you know not doing the podcast kept me from coming back but also like the practice of being introspective and being kind to myself and being always in tune with myself and I was really paying attention to myself and my surroundings and my interactions with them and how the responses that I had to different external stimuli and like if something made me feel good or if interaction made me feel bad and why was that and dissecting it so I could do it on the podcast and when I stopped doing that I stopped processing a lot of the things that were happening around me and I definitely fell out of flow and that is not good because when you know when things are just happening they're happening quickly you know the things you say become real and there's like such a quick turnaround you know that It's because you're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're in step. And like over the past few months, I kind of lost that. When I first got to school, I kept telling everybody, like I would notice, oh man, I manifested that. I said two days ago that I really wanted to meet that person, but now they're right in front of me or blah, blah, blah. And that stopped happening towards the end of the semester. And I think that's when the self-doubt creeped in. I'm in a new environment. I'm learning something I've never, like I didn't really understand what urban planning was before I got here, which is a whole nother issue on its own. But yes, I didn't really get what urban planning was. Now that I'm here, I know that it's pretty much everything and nothing. It can be data science, it could be spatial analysis, it could be zoning, it could be infrastructure development. Okay, that's neither here nor there. But I came here and started learning something that was very qualitative and social science-y when I had never taken a social science class before in my life and I'm not used to learning in this way like discussing what's right and what's wrong and the gray areas and I've never honestly been comfortable with gray areas I'm excited like I feel like I'm in the right place but it was definitely uncomfortable towards the middle of the semester where we had to write essays and when I tell you I write at a high school level I actually mean it because I have not until last semester I had not written an essay since high school my undergrad the core courses were by your degree and so my core courses were like math and science so people really thought I was exaggerating when I was like yo I I write at the level of like a like a high achieving high schooler like not even AP though like like honors so basically what I'm trying to say is not having done the podcast like things just kind of piled on themselves I was really busy I was acclimating I'm really happy with how I lived the first semester I do have some takeaways But yeah, it just took me a while to get back, but I'm so glad that I did because I have a lot of inspiration to work with. Before I get into changes to the podcast and things like that, I just want to debrief about what has happened in 2018 and now 2019. So crazy. If you were listening in season two, I quit my job and moved to Ethiopia. I started working at a startup incubator, finished that contract, and started doing independent consulting for a local software company in Addis Ababa. Finished that, went home for three, no, six weeks, and then came to MIT to start a master's in urban planning. Again, without knowing what urban planning is. Being in Ethiopia was amazing because I got to develop a relationship with my grandmother that I'm so, so grateful for. Like we have our own relationship now that's different from the relationship I have with my mom different than the relationship she has with my mom we have our own little thing and it was just so nice and I'll I will cherish that time forever um I also started making new friends I 
my heart got better. It's not perfect, but it got a lot better. I started dating. Not getting into that here, but learned a lot because your girl has not been on a date in a really long time. Had been not on a date. Not getting into that too much, but it was really interesting because like most of my adult life was in a serious relationship or like crazy single. And so like learning how to date as an adult in a different country. Actually, I would not recommend that to anybody else. If you're going to start dating as an adult and you're like a modern Western woman, Ethiopia is not the right place to do it. But anyway, I made it work, met a lot of great people, made friends, made community. I also like gained a new, like a, I, I, I located my appreciation for America. Like I love this country. I was born here. There's some fuck shit going on in the White House, but being in Ethiopia really made me so much more involved and invested in what's going on here because people really want to be here and not everyone, but like, okay, let me tell you a story. I was working at a startup incubator where local youth apply to the incubator, get training on how to form a startup and then like get access to funding. It's a really great project. If you want to learn more, the place is called Blue Moon Ethiopia. I was really happy to work there, but I remember one day I was scanning my passport for my employment contract and some of the people, I think the startup founders are between 18 and 29, but most of them were like under 25. So I'm scanning my passport. People start passing it around. They're like, wow, this is an American passport. Like, look at this, like going through each page. And they're like, hey, did you notice the inscription on the bottom of here? Did you notice that the eagle is like holding arrows in one talon and then like they're holding a scroll in the other and it's supposed to like be like a balance of strengths and this and that and going on and on. And I was just like, okay. Clearly, I do take it for granted that I live in the country that I do, that I have this citizenship that I do. And ragging on the U.S. when people really, really want to come here and just being like, oh, you know, like it's not everything it's set up to be. Oh, it's not what you think, blah, 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 which is really what I was saying before. And then seeing how that's super selfish because people want to be here and like whatever issues I have, like I have so much more access and so much more privilege and just so many more rights. Just like being here, and this is not just for Ethiopia, but like a lot of places in the global south, in sub-Saharan Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, in Europe. I'll fight you on that. In a lot of places in Europe, it doesn't really help anyone to be... I'm not saying that there are not serious things wrong with this country or going on currently, but I feel like it's important to put things into perspective, especially when you're talking to people who don't have access and the privilege that you do. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, There's definitely a lot of problems and definitely a lot of need for change and activism, and that's not what I'm saying we should ignore. I'm just saying that I was in a position to talk to people who didn't have even the ability to speak out the way that I was. That's it. Just a thought. Then I came here last semester and it was like a whirlwind educationally. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about the world. I met a lot of really motivated people. Uh, One thing I will say about urban planning is especially this program, the DUSP at MIT stands for Department of Urban Studies and Planning, attracts a lot of like idealists, like people who have who are determined to make a positive impact, even if it means like less financial wealth for themselves. Um, it means a lot of personal sacrifice, but like people who've really invested in like an ideal version of the future and then like are ready to do the work. 
And so that has just been so amazing and so energizing. And yeah, I haven't really unpacked this experience because I'm still going through it, but I will keep you posted. That's really it for this week. Um, I don't really have any tips or tricks to share. I just wanted to kind of put something, anything out there to jumpstart this whole process of season, season three, share a little bit about what I've been up to. I definitely have a lot more from Ethiopia to unpack um, and my thoughts on that. And then also like my feelings about what's going on here in the US and just so many things. I just want to get the ball rolling because I'm honestly out of practice, but or really quickly before I give the answer to the riddle that I know you guys have been waiting for a whole year later is my goals for the year. I didn't really do like a very elaborate goals process for this year. I don't know why. I think I'm going to try doing like a monthly goals. I can just, I just know for sure that the word for this year is diligent. Um, I do a great job of getting things started, getting things off the ground, getting people excited. Uh, but consistency and holding myself to a high standard of work and engagement for a long period of time and doing everything the right way, like the way that I know it should be done is hard for me. And it's becoming more apparent now that I'm with like a, my peers who are hardworking, brilliant, they have goals and ideas and they're just getting things done. And it's and not in a comparative way, but like it's motivating for me to see how just how much you can get done when you're consistent and diligent in that way. So diligence is the word. Another goal is to really continue working on um, How She Ate an Elephant and elevating this podcast. I want to improve the quality, explore different forms of narration and storytelling. I want to include more um, interviews and have different types of media that I share. Um, another thing is that I focused a lot on personal accountability in terms of holding myself accountable to my future self, that girl, and thinking about what kind of person she is and what she, how she acts. But I really want to expand that notion to the world that that girl lives in and like what is her role in that world how does she engage with other people how does she impact and create the world around her in a positive way um, and that's definitely a product of the program that I'm in the people that I'm surrounded by and yeah I think it's a more interesting question so I'm excited for that and I just really want to encourage all of you to do that thing that you've been thinking about like what is that crazy random dream or like project or endeavor or trip or whatever that you've kind of been pushing off because of whatever reason like it is always the right time to begin that is a quote that I have in my room I may have mentioned it in a previous podcast I can't remember but it's really always the right time and it's up to you and let this podcast be a testament to just that so I'm done preaching at you. Um, I know normally that I would do the riddle or the book or something this week, and I know that you have been waiting on pins and needles for the answer to the riddle that I shared eight months ago, but you're just going to have to wait another week. And we're going to be revamping that segment too because y'all know I don't have time to read for pleasure, and I'm running out of riddles already. So more on that. So that concludes the first episode of season three of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast. I'm so appreciative and grateful for you to have listened again through another stream of consciousness um, podcast of me speaking at you. 
I hope that you got something out of it, at least like a little bit of context as to why I dropped off the face of the earth. And that's it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, you know, the deal on the way out. And also please stay tuned for a message from our sponsor. This week's episode of the How She Ate an Elephant podcast is brought to you by Relief. The makers of that feeling you had last Saturday when you were supposed to go to that party, even though you were tired, but then your friend called to cancel anyways. That's the feeling.